And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Honor is so important. This whole notion of honor your prophet, first of all, is something that I had to learn from where I went with my travels to see. And I realized that uh, a church can have a culture. Do you know? A church can have a culture of honor. Or a church can have a culture of dishonor. The word culture simply means the way we do things here. Are you listening to me? The way we do things here. Now, you might come from another church and you're visiting here today or you've just been coming here for a few weeks and you don't know how we do things here. Then we are introducing you to the culture of this church. Amen. But we also want to believe the culture of this church is the culture of heaven. So if we, we talk about honor, then honor must be something in the heavens. Are you listening? When I realize that my lack of honor has blocked me from many blessings, I thank God for allowing me to see honor uh, in, in action. Are you with me? What does honor mean? Honor means to have a very high respect and admiration for something or someone. I repeat, it's a high respect or admiration for somebody. Are you with me? And in the Bible... There's so much I want I can share with you. I could probably spend a week talking about the subject, but time will not allow me. So I trust God I will just quickly help you with one or two things. But first look, first look at uh, the environment in heaven. I want to show you why honor is important. If you look at Revelation chapter 5, Revelation chapter 5, verses 11, you will see when John was in the heavens. In the future, he, is, he was on the island and God took him into the spiritual realm to see into heaven. He said he heard the voice of many angels round about the throne. And the beast and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000. This is angels. 10,000 times 10,000. There are many angels in, the, in, in heaven. And many of them are on the earth and they are active agents doing work for God on the earth. May an angel walk with you and may an angel protect you from the snares and the evil of Satan. Amen. 
Look how many of them are in heaven. The number of them was 10,000. Many angels around the throne. 10,000 times 10,000. And thousands of thousands. You see, because angels don't give birth. Human beings are different. They multiply. From one Adam and one Eve came all of you. But angels were created. They don't give birth. Are you with me? So God made them all. 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. And they said with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. These are all heavenly terms. Wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and what? Blessing. Amen? So what we discover now is that these things are in the heavens. And the word honor is also included there. Is it correct? So heaven is as an atmosphere of honor. Amen? Heaven has an atmosphere of honor. And uh, I want to show you people make the mistake that they think when we talk about honor, we're talking about giving money to someone. That's only one degree of honor. Are you hearing me? So if I can, give, in a few minutes, give you maybe two or other degrees besides bringing a gift or money to someone. How you can honor someone. Are you hearing me? But I first want to explain why this is important. And why I didn't see this in the church that I grew up. Are you with me? Because... I don't like to use my tribe. I am from a certain tribe in the southernmost tip of Africa that starts with the letter C. Generally, there's not much honor amongst our people. There's a high regard of disrespect. It's only when you're small that your mother teach you, say please, say thank you. But once you just reach the age of sinful living, you start to backchat. You start to be rude. You start to throw the door that's not even in your house. The door don't even belong to you. You slam the door that belongs to your father and your mother. Then you come to the church. You sit down here and you evaluate the pastor's teaching. As if you are a professor in some college or theology. Then after service, you go sit around the chicken, the potatoes, and you say, you talk about all the negative things of the, of the service and of the pastor's message. And I thought that was normal. 
until God made me go to West Africa. Then I saw an, a heavenly atmosphere in the churches. And I said, I also would like this. Are you hearing me? I saw that people were respectful. People were taking instructions and ran quickly to do what they were told to do. There was nothing like I'm used to here. Zij sê nie vir my wat ek moet doen nie. Zij praat nie so met my nie. Voet jy wies ek. To you that don't understand Afrikaans, these things are only well understood in that vernacular. Zij, you see, as eindelijk jy, as eindelijk jy, maar zij is, 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 is the colloquial expression of rudeness. You don't have to say much. You all have to look at someone and say, Chai! <laughs> then suddenly, there's a tension in the atmosphere. I said, Wa, mensa? Uh, I mean, the tribe, the tribe that's, that is connected to me. Is this thing I'm saying true? So there's always this abruptness, readiness to fight, readiness to do evil. Yeah, then we also ask you, before we beat you, which save is it? And that notion has come to the church, you see. And I realize the enemy blocks you from receiving so much that God wanted to give you. Now, if you know me very well, I mean, some people who spoke there nicely, they would, they would make you think they know me very well. I don't really like attention and the accolade of people. If you really know me very well, I'm a doer. I want to do things. I'm a choleric by temperament. You don't have to understand it. You stay long here, I'll teach you all these things. So, this service that we do now, although I, it's, it's not something that I really need for me, but you need it for you. And if you stay with me a few minutes, I'll, I'll, I'll make you understand why. Why do you need to learn to honor? And you know, I'm quickly just paraphrasing, I'm going to read the scripture now. The scripture is in my mind and in my heart and in my whole being. It's shut up in my bones. In Mark chapter 6, if you only read the gospel of St. Mark chapter 6, just one chapter, you will see all what was held back from certain people because of the failure to honor the person that was in their midst. Go to Mark chapter 1 quickly, uh, 6 verse 1, sorry, Mark 6 verse 1. Jesus, I tell you quickly because I want to shorten the sermon today. Jesus came to Nazareth. That was when he grew up. I never saw this until it was revealed to me. He came there, the long story short, uh, they said this man is doing great miracles, great wonders. You know? Because he's a miracle worker. But then some people that knew Jesus because that was the town where he grew up. 
Are you listening? They started to say, is this not Mary's son? Is this not the carpenter? He had a shop down there, down Jerusalem Street, number 45. He used to make tables and chairs and stuff. How can he now be this wonderful pastor with this wonderful words and this wonderful miracles? We know his sister. It's in the UN Rich. It's the Bible. We'll explain all these things to you. There it is. Are not his sisters here with us? <laughs> you see? And they were offended at him. He came to do good. But the people were offended. Now I want to see the thrust of the scripture. Alright? But it's, it's in one chapter where you see the two complete diverged opposites. One where Jesus is, uh, is, is tied to help you because of the way you are thinking. Listen. Go to verse 4. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor. There's the word. Is not with what? In other words, what that actually means in the, in, the, in the other translation, a man of God is always honored. Do you see? He's always treated with high respect. But now it says, but in his own country, amongst his own people, that is where the problem is. Are you with me? Who's your own people? Your own people can be your family members. It can be people that grew up with you. You see? But it's also people that, if I'm along with you, you also become my own people. Uh, because of the word familiarity. When I'm new, when something is new, you are excited about it. Are you hearing me? So you're excited about the pastor because the pastor is teaching powerfully and teaching all this. But if you stay for long, you're going to have the sickness that these people had. And they start to say, but is this not pastor this and pastor that? Isn't he the one that was struggling with his car the other day when we saw him on the road or something? You start to familiarize. Now I want to show you the key here. The pastor is not, is always honored, but amongst his own people, amongst his own kindred, and amongst his own house, there's a problem. Right. Then, uh, then it says, he could do there no mighty work. So Jesus, the great shepherd of our souls, is amongst the people to do for them exceedingly, abundantly, what they could ever think or ask. But because of their familiarity and because of the dishonor, now he couldn't do many mighty works. Except that he laid hands upon a few sick people and he healed them. Are you hearing me? Then he says to his disciples, let's move away from this people. And as soon as he moves away, from verse 6 up to the verse 53, you see the greatest miracles recorded in the Bible in one chapter. Not even chapter 7. I'm only chapter 6. Suddenly you see the multiplication of loaves of breads. Suddenly you see a man walking on water. Suddenly you see the healing of sick people. Suddenly you see him sending his disciples and telling them, Go without 
without shoes and without money because there will be financial provision from the heavenlies for you because you now in an environment of honor no longer dishonor and in the environment of honor there's miracles there's signs there's wonders there's healings there's blessings that is why ladies and gentlemen for you to receive miracles healing signs wonders blessings i have to keep this church in an environment of honor do you understand when we go when we backslide into an environment of dishonor hey who's this pastor look how he's walking here the mic when your mind starts to think in the wrong way you block your own blessing from coming to you oh yes sit down sit down for a minute i told you I, i can't even come to my notes because it's, it's the time will not allow me to i'm just talking to you and i know many of you maybe you've come here from another church and a pastor's disappointed you we're not debating whether i'm a thief or not proof as over the years have shown my 20 years of pastoring this church that i'm not a thief but i don't mind to be called a thief because jesus was also called a thief jesus was crucified between two thieves meaning that he's a third thief on the cross but let me just show you quickly these miracles yeah i want to show you these miracles oh kekitate 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 let me show you something Do you want to see something marvelous? I'll give you the title of my sermon at the end. All right. He could do no mighty works. Hmm? No, now listen to this. <clears throat> In Mark chapter 6 he moved away from this honor and the people started now to see miracles of provision go to verse 6 to verse 10 i want to show you this just quickly five five pentecostal minutes which could be about 10 real minutes okay he marveled because of the unbelief put it in the nlt let them understand normal english next time i want those windows open i don't want people to be sweating and uh, being hot here the top windows is summer now summer time in my heart he was amazed at the unbelief i mean he had the power to help them but because of how they were wolle asman wolle dinkman nu afgunstig hulle is en nu jaloers hulle is couldn't do anything he was amazed then he went from there he went out into the villages he went away from them very important he went away let's keep reading verse 7 to 10 quickly stay in that line he called his 12 together now the miracles are starting couldn't do anything in nazareth now let's move away 
Now you see, the same man that couldn't do much is now doing much. Are you with me? So we are teaching you to honor so that you don't prevent your own blessing from coming to you. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Listen, he says that it got the 12, he he started sending them out two by two. Look, pastors that are not honored in many churches, they can't send missionaries out. Oh no, they can't. You can't tell someone to pack your bags, leave your job, and go to another place. Unless I say, Pastor Jay, that's the truth. I send people to leave their jobs here, and that's why I have pastors now in different, in different places of this country. You see, because my anointing was not blocked. The power to send people was not blocked because of this dishonor. Those were people who really, really thought that I am a great man of God. And that when I send them, God will provide for them where they are. Oh yeah. And they believed it. And they've been there for years. And God has provided for them where they are. The other day I spoke to a young, yesterday I spoke to a young man. I said to him, you must leave your work. I want to send you to another province of South Africa. I'm talking about power. You see? Come here. This boy. And I need another boy. I want to show you power. In the charismatic church today. Yeah, come. In the charismatic, stand that side. In the charismatic church today, we think this is anointing. Lift your hands. Look to me. Turn to me. Turn to me. Lift your hands. Receive it. Now, fat a ruler. Take a ruler. Can you measure from my feet to his feet? It's about a meter. Say a meter. So the power was a little bit strong. You fell a meter. Hey, this power is nothing compared to this power. Take your bags. Go to your company. Tell them you are finished. Take just with you a small bag, not much. There where you go, the people will welcome you. If they don't, shake off the dust and leave. You will stay there, you will eat there. Don't take money. God will provide for you. Go to Uppington. It's over there. Go to East London, over there. Somebody will pick you up. You find a place to say, go right to the back door there. He's leaving. He's saying goodbye to his family. Say goodbye to your family. Now, take a ruler from here to there and from here to here. Can you tell me again who has got power? Who has got power? I I don't belittle the the anointing. I don't. People also fall. In this church. That's why I put the blue carpet. So you can fall nice. I don't. We also have it here. But I'm trying to explain to you. What Jesus Christ did. In the gospel of Mark chapter 6. He told the boys. Leave everything and go. I keep reading. 
Keep lying there. Right. Listen. Sit down quickly, the rest of you. He said, together and they began sending them out two by two, giving them authority to cast out evil spirits. He gave them authority. He said, no, I'm not even going. Because you guys believe in me. I give you power. He came to his own, his own received him not, but to many as believed him, to them gave he what? To them gave he what? To them gave he what? Broer! Jou krachteloosheid! As omdat jy nie glo in die man van God wat na jou toe gestee was. Your lack of anointing and your lack of power is because you got something in your mind that's not working well. And you don't know your, 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 your thing is connected to the servant of God that is right here with you. Right. So he says, I give you power. Verse 8. He told them to take nothing for their journey except a walking stick. Hallelujah. Supernatural provision in the environment of honor. Oh yes. No food. No traveler's bag. No traveler's bag. Only the bag of Patricia. Where's the bag? Here's the bag. This is the, no, don't, don't worry about it. Don't, you don't need to show money in the bag. God will provide. No traveler's bag. Just a small bag for your Bible. That's all. Amen. No money. No money. No money. You see the reason why you can't leave things for God's kingdom. You serve unrighteous mammon. Your whole mind goes around money. Who will provide for me? But I'm talking about a higher dimension where you don't need money. You just need to come and say, Jesus Christ sent me. Hallelujah. Go on. He allowed them to wear sandals, but not to take many clothes with. That's why many women can't go on mission trips. When they like, Wherever you go, he said, stay in the same house until you leave town. The anointing to give you power to cast out evil spirits. You are receiving such an anointing. Look, you have to believe first of all that the servant of the Lord is sent from God to you. Otherwise, you will not experience this blessing. That's why you can't go. You think it's not going to work. But you will go. Pastor Osei came to me and he said, I got a job in Johannesburg. But I don't think I must go because I don't want to leave the church here. I said to him in his face, I think you must go. Now, now look, be honest. You people are not honest, you see. You're looking at me with dishonest eyes. Most of you will not do what that man did. But because that man believes in me that I am a servant of God. And he really believes. I said, pack your bags. Go to Johannesburg. He said, must I leave? I said, go. God wants to start a work for us there. He said, how will I go? I said, don't worry. I made a phone call to a friend. I said, pick up this guy in Joburg. Just give him a place to stay for two or three days. He got the job and the company will sort him out afterwards. He did it. He did it. 
Today is one of our strong churches in Johannesburg. Yeah. Because the man went, even from there, he got his wife there. He now has a child there. He has a church there of people there. They have their own kumbi there. kumbi. As we hear what my Because they believed. They believed. You will experience the power to send anointed people on mission. Then you will receive, number two quickly, great financial miracles of provision. And I'm not going to read it, it's too long. This is the whole story of Mark uh, chapter 6 verse 13 to 15. Oh, let me just show you. Mm. Mm. Let me just show you when those guys came back. We're still in chapter 6 quickly. Quickly. They cast out many devils. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6, 13. Those are boys that came back. They cast out many demons and healed many sick people, anointing them with oil. Verse 14. Herod heard about it. He said, look, this must be John the Baptist raised from the dead. That is why he can do such miracles. Go on. Is he the prophet Elijah? Now they started to wonder. You see? Because the disciples were doing the miracles. Because they were sent by him. Then, in, in, in the third part, we see uh, that God then provides and breaks the bread through Jesus Christ and feeds 5,000 people. Are you hearing me? In Mark chapter 6, the same chapter where they didn't want to receive him. After he was despised in Nazareth. Amazing miracle of provision. Feeding 5,000 people. Many of you don't even have enough to feed your own household. But Jesus had such power in his life and in his ministry. That thousands were fed and sustained through him. Hallelujah. And you will also have supernatural power. Ah, and God will provide you financial miracles. If you, if you understand that you must operate in the church in an environment of honor. Miracles are blocked through your dishonor. But the door for miracles open when you start to honor. It's in the Bible. I'm reading it to you. Look, 5,000 people were fed. Because of this. Because of this. Now, in my own family, I have a few of my family members here, but not all of them receive me as a, as a man of God. Okay? But that's not a problem, because it happened to Jesus as well. In chapter 7, it says the, the brothers did not believe in him. But what you do, you just move. And God starts to give you a new family where people believe in you. Amen? The only thing you need to do constantly is to prune out the bad elements that come in between the people, to filter the people's minds with bad poison. You have, to, you have to cut them out. That's why we have the conference of loyalty and disloyalty. Otherwise, the, 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 the yeast of the Pharisees, the leaven, will affect the people. We have to keep the people. That's why we do an annual honor your prophet service. We have to keep the people in the mind of honoring the prophet so that the miracles that you see in Mark chapter 6 can also come to you. Provision, multiplication, 
Oh yes, bread was taken out, fish. Two fish and five loaves. Five thousand people. Sister, your purse might be empty. Your cupboards might be dry. But if you believe in the supernatural power, don't be like the Nazarenes who didn't believe and said, who is this colored man? Start to believe in the supernatural anointing. And multiplication will come to you. You will never be hungry. You will never lack. All you will see is promotion after promotion after promotion after promotion. And if we had time, we could have called the people out one by one to tell you where they were and where they are now. Because of that thing. Honor the prophet. Hosea chapter 12 verse 13. By a prophet, God led Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, Israel was preserved. One thing God never shares with his servants is his glory. I'm closing. You see, but honor is shared. Yeah. Honor God, says the scripture, and honor all men. He's even say, honor your mother and your father. You can honor human being, but God doesn't share the glory. The glory always goes to God. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? But you must honor. And I think we misinterpreted honor to think we're talking about glory. No. You must honor your prophet. And the blessing will come to you. The blessing of multiplication. Glory to God. Let me close and give you one more point. It says, move away from those who dishonor you. And you will experience signs and wonders in your ministry. Jesus said to them, you guys go so long on the boat. I'm going to join you later. So they were on the waters. And here comes Jesus walking on the water. We are in the same chapter. In the what? Same chapter of Mark chapter 6. Where he couldn't do mighty works. Now he's walking on water. Because he's away from the people who don't believe in him. You know when I travel to other countries. I've told you this before. Then I see a greater dimension of the power of God in my life. I was in Botswana in this year. Isn't it so? Yeah. I was in Botswana. I went away for three days to a mountain to pray before I went to Botswana. It wasn't part of my agenda to go there because I'm busy. I'm busy. I don't like being away from the church. But I went because the brother asked so nicely. The dimension of the anointing in that meeting. Uh, I don't remember. It was an evening service. I took the stage at about five or so. I left there. I think the evening at 10. So the people were all slain under the anointing, under the power. And some of these meetings, it happened to be in Madagascar once. Just yesterday, the Lord reminded me of the Madagascar crusade. I was on the stage of a huge auditorium. And when I have to hand the mic to the pastor, the pastor says, don't give it to me now. I don't know what to do in this environment. And then it happened in Botswana. I said to Pastor Kay, take over because the people keep coming. The power keeps flowing. The people don't know me so they're hungry. They've heard that the grand Maruba is coming. An anointed man is coming. So nobody had preconceived ideas. They believed their pastor that the man of God is here. 
So they came and they came and, and about 10 o'clock I said, Pastor, I'm tired. I was physically drained and my sweater was wet. I said, I need to go. I said, take over. He said, how do you end such a service? He said, let's just leave the mic and we, we run out by the back door. The pastor. And we did. We ran out by the side door. He took me to his office with his air condition. And then eventually went home. Then he had to come to me the next morning. Because we were going to breakfast and he was going to take me to the airport. He came very late. I said, hey, why were you so late? He said, do you know what time the people left the auditorium? He said, they stayed there till 4 a.m. in the morning. He said, there was a power and anointing that they've never experienced before. And when some of them came by, they just, they hang around there. It's, it's that pastor who told me, when people stay long after church, it's, it's a sign of revival. It was he who told me. He said, don't worry about it. Churches who run away quickly after the two hours is over, but people who can linger in the presence people who can linger in the present the anointing is there the power is there I'm closing, I'm closing, I'm closing, closing. I'm closing I'm closing I'm closing I'm closing Mark chapter 6 verse 53 to 56 Here's my Bible. Hear it for me from Mark chapter 6. I told you I'm only preaching one chapter. What? Mark chapter 6. The first few verses, they disrespected him. He couldn't do anything. After that, sending missionaries to far corners of the world. Huh? He's sending what? He's breaking bread to 5,000 people. The disciples are on the boat. Somebody comes walking on water in the night. And lastly, look at this. After they had crossed the lake, they landed at Gennesaret. They brought the boat to shore and climbed out. The people recognized Jesus at once. Look. And they ran throughout the whole area, carrying the sick people on mats to wherever they heard he was. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come, 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 come. And they ran and then, first, is there, is there more? Wherever he went in villages, cities or countryside, they brought the sick out into the marketplaces. They begged him to let the sick touch at least the fringe of his robe. The King James says, the hem of his garment. As his bonnet can rock and the sticky van you clear. And all who touched him was made whole. All who touched him. Is it a different Jesus from the first few verses? Is it a different person? It's the same person. It's a different people. As he shall hear, but as the people see, Wat een verschil maakt en wat de kracht naar hulle toe komt. Yeah, I showed it to you. I really wanted to show you how you can honor a person by the way you think. But alright, I left that one. But that, that one. Then I can, you can honor a person also 
by the way you adapt yourself. Because you don't know honor. Jullie denken net, als die pastors praat van honor, als zoek hulle geld. Jouw kop is nie lekker nie. No. The way you think of Jesus. The way you think. You honor me if you change your thinking. You honor me if you recognize me. Are you with me? Now, our culture is like this. If I walk into an, an, an a building, you must don't know the culture, so I'm teaching you the culture. No? Your, your manier is veel manier. Come and help you. Now, you, you, sometimes you see things here in the church, you think, this is very strange. It's not strange. It's the culture here. Yeah. So if, if there's a Bible school going on there, and I walk in there, the lecturer immediately stops and says, our pastor is here. Let's give him a chance. Pastor, would you like to say something? What is happening? They recognize the presence of the prophet in the area. That is one of the great signs of honor. They didn't give me money. Did they give me money? How did they honor me? They honor me by recognizing I'm here. They say something. They don't just go on as as of eki da asi. As of and so ma isa akomi pa isu ni ana. Die kinders gaat aan of die pa nie is daar as Die ma gaat ook aan by die kospotte. Sy groete is die man nie. Poeire Jesus, moenie laat ek daar draai nie. Ek het baie wat ek kan sê vir julle. You don't recognize the authority in the house. You, the house is full of dishonor. Children sit on their cell phones and kijk hier eens opie. Hij weet eens dat de school hier wat aankomen van zijn pa nie. En hij zit heel tijd hier. It's a sign of disrespect and dishonor. So we've come to teach it right. Anne dwaas het gesê, kijk die paasense stoel is anders as hulle stoel. Hy moet ook ons op een plastic stoel sit. You see, you see, the way we think, we have lost it, we don't respect honor. We don't mind if it's King Charles, yes, King Charles, of Tupac, of Beyonce, nee, hulle, hulle, vir hulle moet sy handen klop. Vir Messi of vir Ronaldo, maar vir een knecht van die Heere, nee, hy is mos een gemors man. Hy kan mos op een plastic stoel sit. Daar is hoe julle dink. Maar vandag, praat die Heere met julle, halleluja. Just the fact that you recognize me, it shows you honored me. So when I go into a meeting and a pastor sees me, he says, Oh, we see Pastor Chris is here. You see, then suddenly it's a sign of honor. I didn't just go on as if you're not here. I honored you. I honored you in my thinking. I didn't say, but he's a colored like me. He also come from the same place. He played soccer with me at the same club. No. You miss it. Jesus also made carpentry like the other carpenters. But there was something different about him. The way you think. And the way you adapt. The way you adapt. Ek kan nie nou, pastor moet my nou sien, van, van, van 11 o'clock moet ek huis toe gaan. 12 uur moet ek gaan, pastor. 
You can't wait. You can't adapt. For my time, I must change for your time. It's a lack of honor. The Bible says when Joseph had to go meet Pharaoh, he had to shave his beard because Pharaoh didn't like people coming to him with beard. So he had to change his clothes and shave his beard. Adaptability in the presence of the man that you honor. Oh yeah. Adaptability. It's uh, 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 Ruth and Naomi. Sisters, you know the story of Ruth and Naomi? Naomi said, for, for, for Ruth, I say, for Boaz can meet, if you're going to meet Boaz, was you, man. So can you show for him to stand? Was you, shampoo your hair, blow dry GHD for your lekkertjes, trim, or so for your lekker aantrek. Trek uit die bloemen, trek for your mooi aan. Because if you want the favor of Boaz, you need to adapt yourself. Esther the queen, they said, you can't just go to this man, change your style. Bath for one for 12 months in oil. Smell nice. Trim everything. Trim everything. Like Moya Tefudi man come. Once we married just for a few months, not, not, not my, these ladies, they like to Bob Mali, Asanze, and you come base, they make articles there, your man go on, they worry you, they like it. You wear all the broken clothes in your house, you wear the nice clothes to your work, the sticking up and toffles you wear, because your, your honor, your honor for your king is not there anymore. You don't think he wants you to look nice. He tells you, I like your hairstyle this way. You say, Naim and Egbert Sue hair. You don't have the decency to adapt. You see, so adaptability is a sign of honor. Oh, yes. They tell you when the queen, when the queen, when she was alive, Prince Charles' mother, if even him, when he comes, don't shake hands with him. No, that's not the way we do things. They don't shake hands. You just nod your head. Adapt. Brother, the security got you out. The security will chase you out because you were not willing to adapt to the man that you're supposed to honor. Uh, let, me, let me just close because the time will not allow me. Now, if a man with a, with a distraught mindset said anything, why do they go so on for their pastor? Your thinking is corrupt, you see. You have not changed in your thinking. You have not adapted to the thinking. I have a pastor seen, my pastor seen, now that's all I My boy wanted to see Bishop Dag. I'm finished, I'm finished. My boy's in Ghana, if you don't know. My boy finished his science degree. In America. I said to my son, don't sit and wait here because the South African schools university only starts in January, February. Take the six months and go sit under the feet of Bishop Dark. Go learn there. Then he told me, Daddy, I want to see Bishop, but the lines are so long. It's right around the building. As people come to see the great prophet. I said, my son, stay there. 
do what your daddy did. Wait for him. Because his time is not your time. He said the people were all leaving and said, Jason, are you not going back? How will you find the lift? It was, the service was the morning. He sees people all day. They have meetings all day in their church. It was the evening at 11. The last car left. They said, we are leaving, Jason. How are you coming home? He said, I'll take an Uber. He said, 2 o'clock, 2 a.m. the morning. 2 a.m. the morning. He was the only man in the car park. And there was three other young boys standing there. And then Bishop came out to go to his car. He said when Bishop looked, he saw these boys and he asked the girl, who's these boys? And she said, and that's Jason. He said, call Jason. 2 a.m. Then he came. And then Bishop asked him, have you been waiting for me? 2 a.m. And then he laid his hands on him. He said, God will use you. God will use you. Now, if you understand honor, then one word from an anointed servant can change your whole life. God is going to use you. God is going to bless you. He said, that's all I waited for. Just 2 a.m. You can't wait a few minutes. Sometimes I tell people, tell that sister to see me after church. Then I say, where is she? Uh, oh, she couldn't wait. She had to leave. May the Lord have mercy on you. What you're still going to do is to bring substance. That's the last, that's the least of the honor. And the Bible says in Proverbs, honor the Lord with your substance. Honor the servant of God with your substance. Does the servant of God need your money? Not really. I might have more than most of you. It's not for me. The honor is for you. So that what God has given in this church, downloaded to the set man, can flow to you. And nothing will be impossible. Miracles, signs, wonders, provision, healing. If I can but touch the hem of his garment. Many sick will be healed. Yes. Many jobless people will find work. Many people that were once struggling and thought that this is the end of your life because you come from Delft, you are mistaken. God is about to lift you to a higher heights and greater depths. Everybody stand to their feet. Virgin, come to me. Bow your heads and close your eyes. Bow your heads and close your eyes. The Lord is here to touch you. The Lord is here to touch you. If there's anybody here, go to him and show him that. If there's anybody under the sound of my voice, before we close the service, I had to rush to honor the prophet's service today. But you say, Pastor Chris, I, I, don't, I didn't understand the things the way you explained it today, but, but I see God is opening my eyes to see what God wants to do for me. Pastor, 
my life is not going the way I want it to go. I have many problems and many difficulties and many struggles. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to surrender to Him. I also want to understand the honor anointing that can flow to me by honoring the servant of God that He sent to me. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to pray for you. If you say, Pastor, pray for me, please. I need God in my life. I need God to change my situation. Put up your right hand now. I want to pray for you. Is there someone like that? You say, Pastor, pray for me, please. I need God. I want you to see. I see your hands right at the back. Come, come out of your seat. Come to the blue carpet here. Don't be afraid. Come to the front. I want to pray with you. We are closing the service in a few minutes. Just come forward. Yes. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Every, every heart and you need every it? mind. I speak Jesus. Listen, I just want to speak. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Over every heart and every mind. I know there is peace. Because I know. I speak Jesus. Your name is power. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is love. Your every stronghold. Shine through the shadow like a fire. Listen, you know, God gave me this song on my heart earlier this morning. And I believe this is a stronghold. This misunderstanding of the principle of honor in the house of God. Pastor Clint, my brother, is teaching this all over and he's going to join us next week for the conference to teach us more about honor. But it's something that I've been living since I met Bishop Doug, my pastor. I realize if we honor. That's why I'm so happy for you young people. You see, you young people. I can easily teach you from youth how you must behave in the house of God. Then if there's older people, if you have a young heart, you can also be young. Yes. It's difficult to help older people because their minds are already made up. But if you can say, I'm willing to humble myself. Pastor, I am willing to humble myself and I want to humble And then you see, you can test the waters of people that are in this type of environment. And people that are in an environment of dishonor. You see the difference. This type of people will be progressive always. And you will also be progressive. In a few weeks time, we will not recognize you. When I saw you this morning, I was so happy. 
I said, that's the man from Rosendal. It's his third week here, right? Yeah. If you keep coming, you'll ne- people will not recognize you in your area anymore. His name is power. The name of Jesus. He breaks every stronghold. He strikes. He shines through the shadows. And he burns like a fire. Sing it, Virgie. Your name is power. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadow. All of you say this prayer after me. I want you to repeat these words after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I've made many mistakes, Lord. I've made many mistakes, Lord. But I'm sorry for my sins. But I'm sorry for my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I heard today. I heard today. That you can do wonders. That you can do wonders. Miracles. Miracles. And healings. And healings. Please do a miracle for me. Please do a miracle for me. Save my soul. Save my soul. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to serve you. I want to serve you. From this day. From this day. Forward. Forward. I will be your child. I will be your child. And you will be my father. And you will be my father. I honor you, Lord. I honor you, Lord. And today. And today. Touch my mind. Touch my mind. That I understand. That I understand. Honor. Honor. The principle of honor. The principle of honor. Help me. Help me. To honor my prophet. To honor my prophet. To acknowledge my prophet. To acknowledge my prophet. To adapt to the prophet. To adapt to the prophet. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Forgive my ignorance. Forgive my ignorance. Fill me with knowledge. Fill me with knowledge. Fill me with wisdom. Fill me with wisdom. Fill me with strength. Fill me with strength. Fill me with honor. Fill me with honor. Fill me with honor. Fill me with honor. Help me to honor. Help me to honor. Help me to change. Help me to change. By the power of the Holy Spirit. By the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's clap for the Lord. And I think Pastor Chris. Ross shared very well. He explained the message very well. So I think I'm going to ask him to share every day. You know, the Archbishop brought the prophet, and I'm also bringing you. <laughs> so you, you, you explained the, the word very nicely to all of us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages of Pastor Chris, tune in to Chris Ross Ministries podcast. Remember, faith cometh by hearing.